everyone, Dr. Ron here, hosting Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, episode number 247. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in, and it is with an attitude of gratitude that I appreciate everything uh, that you're doing, that you listen to the show. We know, ladies and gentlemen, that gratitude improves our quality of life. It is an antidote for negative emotions like depression, anxiety, and anger, and we have enough of that today. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for uh, all the archive lessons that Dr. Jaffe's program has attained. There are over 700 in the last two days. Uh, he's catching up to Dr. Omalu, so uh, I'm sure you learned a lot of, from Dr. Jaffe and uh, Dr. Smith has actually been investigating his website. He'll probably talk a little bit more about him later. But before we get on with the program, uh, we have to keep uh, some attorneys happy and tell you that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, before I get on with my opening remarks, let's introduce our two co-hosts, Dr. Jerry Smith and Dr. Dan. Dr. Jerry? Okay, I, I, I see that he's on the board, but uh, we'll try him again. Dr. Dan, how are you? Fine. How are you, Dr. Ron? You sound great. Thank you. I'm feeling good. I've uh, been busy, as you know, but uh, feeling good. And uh, I, I keep getting incentives to do this program because I see people walking, running, jogging with earphones on their head, Bluetooth earphones, their phones up to their head, eating all kinds of junk and not having any right. idea but about all the uh, cosmetic and uh, all the all the chemicals and everything they're putting on their body, people uh, just just not taking care of themselves, not uh, really listening to the program or taking any advice. So, Doctor Doctor Dan, I'll ask you: Have you ever heard of the Mayo Clinic? No. No. Have it's you ever? Most... What would you describe? What disease describes unforgettable agony or male childbirth? What disease? Un- Unforgettable agony or male childbirth. Having a breech baby like me. <laughs> well, this isn't a man, and these are kidney stones, Doctor Dan. Oh, oh, kidney that's stones. the worst pain in the world. They say it's it's as bad as having a baby. Well, that's why it's right. sometimes called male childbirth. Oh, well, I get what play. you're saying. I I I couldn't follow you on that. Now you would think all the people drinking from plastic bottles, uh, which everybody has been told that uh, drinking lots of fluids decreased your uh, kidney stones. You would think that kidney stones uh, would be would be declining, but the Mayo Clinic has found that the number of people suffering kidney stones has gone through the roof. And you're going to be surprised again. I uh, we I have done shows before, Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry. We've done programs on something called PPI, proton pump inhibitors. So right. what these May, the Mayo Clinic scientists found is the number of people suffering from stones in the kidneys, bladders, or Europe, and and ureters. No, Europe. Kidneys, bladders, and ureters. And the ureters, ladies and gentlemen, are the tubes that connect the kidneys to the bladder, is on a rise. Okay, from 1984 to 2012, reported cases of kidney stones in women quadrupled and doubled in men. And, you know, well, Dr. Doctor, yes, Dr. Ron. Yes, sir. Good Kidney afternoon. Stone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We, we introduced you earlier, but your phone uh I was on, respond. but I, was, uh, I had a, a little emergency that I had to take care of but, at the office. But anyway, what's interesting... Kidney stones are relatively easy to get rid of. Um, standard process. Right, let, me finish, a... let me finish my thought before you go on with okay. that. Okay. Right. Because I, I, I just want again to give our listeners something that they can latch on to. Okay. And uh, just just to make this easy, 
there's the Mayo Clinic file followed 190,000 volunteers who had no prior history of kidney stones, and they found, listen to this, a definite link between PPI drugs, proton pump inhibitors, and kidney stones, and also, for the first time that I can I can report to you, I have seen now, they say that H2 blockers, the Zantax, the Tagamet, is contributing to this rise in kidney stones. Okay, so in 2012, we were doing a quick check. Nexium took in close to $6 billion. That's B with a billion with a B. Okay, so acid reflux I know is a horrible problem, uh, but there are natural ways to take care of it. Uh, if you're on a PPI or an H2 blocker, you know you have to wean yourself off because the Nexium has been called the purple crack because once you're on it, it's hard to stop. And people are on it forever, and their doctors just uh, write prescriptions for it. It may even be over the counter now. Okay, so we have talked about, you know, cutting back on high-acid foods and drinks and sipping water with uh, some natural organic apple cider vinegar and avoid eating late or lying down. But I just wanted our listeners to know that while kidney stones are on the rise, it may be that doctors are helping that that, that statistic by uh, giving them, giving all the people out there PPIs. So, uh, what, what's your what's your therapy for uh, kidney stones, Doctor Jerry? Well, basically, um, Standard Process has a product called Fast Food, and if you take uh, ten drops in in like a glass of water uh, every fifteen minutes for a two hour period. So basically, what's happening is you're acidifying the urine, and it literally dissolves the stone. It's an oxalate stone. And what's also interesting, uh, B6 and magnesium are two nutrients that help to prevent uh, the kidney stones. Another interesting fact is that if you're taking, like, uh, 500 milligrams of ascorbic acid, which is just the antioxidant fraction of vitamin C, it produces 60 milligrams of oxalate. So, you know, I don't, that's why I don't buy into Linus Pauling's concept of taking high doses of ascorbic acid because it creates oxalate or potential for stones. Anyway, um, that's my two cents worth. And I, I've, you know, had people doubled over and within either one or two days with the fast food a little remedy, 10 drops in an eight-ounce glass of water, take it f- four times an hour. Every you know, like fifteen minutes. Let me tell you, it does wonders. Okay, so we have uh, number one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is avoid PPIs. Well, you avoid getting the kidney stone in the first place. And there's no problem with drinking lots of fluid and keeping well hydrated, especially in the summertime. Especially for us here that live live in Southwest Florida, uh, where it's it's always beautiful. but if you do get a kidney stone, as Dr. Jerry said, there might be some natural ways. If it's an oxalate stone, which the majority are, there's some are uric acid stones, but the majority are oxalate, uh, yeah. to get rid of All right, so Did I wanted to bring that. Did you Ron, excuse me, Dr. Ron, did Zantac and Tagamet also cause kidney stones? Yes, yes. Wow. That was the interesting part when I picked up that article. It's That's not only the PPIs, it's the H2 also, which is uh, Zantac and Tagamet. Wow. So, again, drugs are not always the answer. They're the answer for the drug companies because they make billions off of them, but they're not, an- they're not the answer for everything for our, for our, our patients out there, our, our listening out there, our listening audience. The other thing is, Dr. Dan, you might be interested in this because this came out uh, from, from England, and I'll, I'll just give you a quick uh, cliff note on this. Antibacterial wipes. Everybody's using them now because of the so-called flu, okay? Antibacterial wipes only eradicate bacteria from kitchen surfaces for 20 minutes. And using them to keep the germs at bay, quote, is absolutely redundant. Dr. Landon, uh, who was a scientist, uh, did a study, and what he found is that germs can re-replicate themselves in just 20 minutes quickly recolonize back to the original mass mass 
even if a single cell is left over. Now, she said that bar soap was found to be more effective at destroying bacteria because they tended to contain ingredients that broke down cell walls. In other words, they they have uh, the uh, the fat-dissolving part of the soap. So... Just, just, just know this was reported in the Telegraph. It was just uh, two days ago, and uh, that was her take on it. And uh, I think, so, yeah, thank goodness they got rid of triclosan out of the out of these antibacterial uh, products. But you know, just don't think you're always doing yourself a favor by getting rid of all this bacteria. And actually, it's interesting. I just happened to think about it last week. Dr. Jerry uh, talked about uh, uh, Pasteur and uh, oh. The guy that said he was wrong. Um, who was that, Dr. Jerry? I remember uh, that. Anton Beauchamp. Beauchamp, yeah. Beauchamp, and, and, yeah. And, and Beauchamp, in fact, like I said last week, Pastor on his, on his deathbed said that Beauchamp was right. Bacteria have a reason. They recycle dead organic material. If you got rid of all the bacteria... Uh, we'd be dead in, in, in a day in, in, this, in this world. So, in any case... Uh, Bacteria divide. They take care of themselves. If you want to stay bacteria-free, wash your hands uh, with with soap, and uh, just know that if you if you wipe down your kitchen uh, with uh, wipes in 20 minutes, you'll have them all back again. All right. So look, uh, what I have for today is, uh, or, and I'll get in, into it after toward the end of the program. Some dangers in our household products I found very uh, useful. We've talked about them before, but uh, this is just a little summary. Uh, last week we talked about functional medicine, and uh, we did talk a little bit about functional lab values, uh, uh, and that how you know the, our medical system only is geared to getting rid of disease, and uh, and that's not that's not really what an optimal state of health is because it involves physical, mental, and social well-being, not just merely the absence of, absence of a disease or a diagnosis. So, uh, Dr. We, Dr. Dan had uh, done some research on this, and, and uh, I, I just wanted him, want him to share with you what he found uh, about functional medicine, how a functional medicine physician will look at you in a different way than, than your, your, your traditional family doctor internal medicine. And then we'll talk a little bit about that, and Dr. Jerry has some things for us. So, uh, Dr. Dan? Yes, before we get into that, did they mention uh, hand sanitizer as far as the liquid goes? No, just, just, it was just a general uh, summary that I wrote, uh, read that was uh, printed in the Telegraph. And, uh, and the one other of... thing I wanted to say is that they have proven and shown that kitchens are dirtier than bathrooms. <laughs> so yep. there's a lot of bacteria to grow back again. Okay. But what 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 a point that she made, and the point that was inferred by the Beauchamp uh, uh, mentioning him was that uh, you don't need to be so fastidious in cleaning your house from top to bottom, because right. you can't actually remove all the bacteria, and nor would you want to, because if we expose ourselves to everyday pathogens, it's it's good to keep our it keeps our immune system healthy and strong. Okay, Just so walking on the floor. Floors are never clean. No matter how much you clean them, they get dirty. So we have to become immune to these things, right? Okay, you're right on that. Okay, That's so you want to get into functional medicine. Okay, the kind of medicine that uh, we see most of the time these days is conventional medicine. You walk into the doctor's office, uh, he goes over all these tests, and uh, he said, blah, 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 okay, you're depressed. Okay, we're going to give you Zoloft, we're going to give you Valium, uh, whatever, we're, we're diazepam, we're going to give you something to calm you down and so forth and so on. That's your conventional medicine. But with functional medicine, it's a form of alternative medicine, which proponents say focuses on the interactions between the environment, the GI tract, the endocrine, the immune, the infections, and so forth and so on. And um, for instance, um, how much mercury do we have in our system? How much lead? How many parasites? Are we carrying any infections that we don't even know about that we just harbor and pass on to other people? So I, I have a lot of information, but I'm going to try to shorten it here. 
Um, functional medicine basically is you're looking for the cause rather than just the signs and the symptoms of a disease. Oh, you got a pain? Here's a pain pill. You got a cold? Here's a cold pill. Well, why do you have these things? Why don't we get into it and find out what's causing the whole situation? Um, and um, in, in, functional, in functional medicine, what, what you have to look at to treat it, meaning you, you want to find out the cause, you use orthomolecular medications, which uh, to define in English, the right molecules and the right amount. Linus Pauling discovered this in 1960. Detoxification of unspecified toxins, like we've talked about so many times, mercury, lead, and all these other facets that we find in unpurified water and things that we eat and drink. Biochemical individuality. Try to get the right biochemical um, products to use. The diagnosis of chronic occult infections. For instance, chronic Lyme disease. It's a spirochete like syphilis. And syphilis was a disease that mimicked a lot of other diseases back in the days when we went to school 100 years ago, Dr. Ron. Yep. And uh, Dr. Dr. Jerry, you're still young, so you're still practicing. <laughs> now, some people are saying, you have a certain disease, get checked thoroughly for Lyme disease because you may have, it's a spirochete just like syphilis, it isn't syphilis, but it is a spirochete like syphilis. You may have Lyme disease that mimics what you have, and you really don't have this disease. This happened, of course, as a lot of people know, to Chris Christopherson. He told he was had, he was told he had dementia. He had Alzheimer's, and when they checked him out, he had terminal, not terminal, but tr the third stage of Lyme disease. And once they cured that with the right antibiotics, he's back on the road again. Another thing to treat in functional medicine, homeopathy, including biopuncture. Sometimes you can stop gluten even if you're not sensitive, and sometimes it works. You'll feel better. And, of course, something that we talked about many times, anti-vaccine advocacy, like the link between MMR and autism. We just don't know. Is there really a connection? It's questionable. When fundamental um, medicine was discovered um, by Jeffrey Bland, he and Susan Bland founded an institute in 1991, and they really got it. The companies got on them real good and forced them to pay a $45,000 civil penalty. So you have a lot of people who call functional medicine silliness, and it shouldn't be used at all. Now, the amazing thing is you, you had Dr. Kalish on your program, I believe, before I was on the program, Ron, uh, yes. about four times. And yep. uh, Dr. Kalish is, of course, big on functional, functional medicine. He has taught people at the Mayo Clinic, doctors. He has taught Dr. Mercola. We know who Dr. Mercola is. Famous. Um, for alternative medicine, and he's a Western-trained doctor. Um, at the Cleveland Clinic, he's taught the doctors there. He actually has taught hundreds of doctors and thousands of patients that he's helped with this functional medicine treatment. He's also studied Zen Buddhism. He's going over there to learn how to uh, think better and to uh, meditate and to keep his mind clear. And I understand you're going to have him back on the program again. He'll be on in April. I don't have an exact date yet. All right. Now, the Kalish... Let, let me just tell you that Dr. Ron uh, on Pine Ridge Road here in Naples was also is a graduate of the Kalish Institute. So uh, wow. if anybody's looking for uh, a, a practitioner, a holistic practitioner who also uses uh, cryo, uh, nitrogen cryo chambers and uh, LED lights and chiropractor, uh, Dr. Ron Repesey on Pine Ridge Road is uh, is a graduate of the Kalish Institute. Excellent. Sorry Excellent. to throw a butt in there, Dan. 
All right. The, no, no. That, but in the, if you have something to say, Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry, stop me. Throw it in. Uh, in the Kalish method, you use cutting-edge lab tests, lifestyle changes, avoid drugs and or surgery. Watch out for a doctor with a knife in his hand. Okay. Not all. This is not an all cure-all for everything. You know, you have to really evaluate the whole situation. The key to the method is the stress response. Controlling stress and cortisol is really important here. Your diet should be good, as we talked about many times, and we talk about this all the time. Toxin buildup in the liver, the pathways, exercise. Uh, we have uh, three basic body systems. That's the adrenals, the digestive, and the liver and we have to detox all these things, make sure they're clean. Then we have the brain and its uh, regulation with its functions. So we put all these things together and try to clean them out, and maybe we'll feel better and we'll live longer. Um, also, um, a lot of people might know Dr. Mark Hyman from uh, PBS. He does a lot of shows on PBS. He has started a clinic at the Cleveland Clinic, which is really famous, especially for heart surgery. And uh, Dr. Oz uh, is connected with that with his, uh, his buddy, Dr. Roizen, who's the, the head of the wellness clinic there. Um, at the Cleveland Clinic, they started functional medicine. And they're actually practicing it, and they're working. And uh, it's working out. Now, Dr. Um, Hyman says he showed a picture of himself on television. He looked terrible. He, he said he was so sick, everything was haywire. Because in this particular kind of medicine, you have to connect the digestive system with the immune system, with the hormonal system, the nutritional system, the energy system, especially the mitochondria, which are the power cells of the cells, the power part of the cells, and detoxification. So he said all these things were out of whack, and then he went up to Maine and picked up a parasite. Well, he got all this straightened out, and when he put it together, along with the stress, he got better. And if you look at him on PBS sometimes when he has a show, he looks pretty good. He said that... So functional medicine is contrasted to dysfunctional medicine that, that our allopathic physicians are trained, right, Dr. Dan? Exactly. We, we, were, we were trained with dysfunctional medicine. You, 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 my, my father told me when he was practicing, all I had to learn was 22 drugs back then. Yeah, that's a joke. If you listen to these advertisements on television, they scare the daylights out of you. Because so the functional they, medicine doctor is going to try and normalize your body physiology, get rid of that splinter, as Dr. Jerry calls it, so that right. the body can heal itself. Right. And not wait till a laboratory test is way out of uh, the, the quote-unquote normal range when you actually are sick, when you have a dis-ease. Is, is, is that a pretty good summary? Right. Exactly. And if you take the word dis Ease. We have ease, and this ease is the malfunction of our ease. In fact, this was, I thought this was very interesting. Uh, Dr. Hyman said that we have 12,000 known diseases. That's, that's a pretty good number. And that there now are 31 medical schools that are interested in functional medicine with 13 residencies. You, you told me you weren't so sure that that, that was all. Uh, Working out at this point. Am I right, Dr. Ron? You are absolutely right. Okay. It's working out in name only. Right, in name only, but but it's it's not really it's not really uh, being practiced the way the way the way it should be. But to me, it seems like I could feel that we're going towards more functional medicine, so that we can uh, treat things better by just not here's a pill, here's a prescription. Here's here's more money for the for the drug company. He said um, the um, sh the stress is tremendous, and 
half the people are going to get heart disease. Three quarters of the people are overweight. I thought we were supposed to get healthier, and you look on television and you see all this schmutz that's put on there that you want to eat. They keep advertising this stuff. One-third will be, one-third are diabetic, and 66 and two-thirds are pre-diabetic. That's not good. And uh, one-tenth will show some kind of dementia by the age of 65. And one out of five children, 20%, have some kind of disorder of ADD, autism, or some other kind of childhood disease. That's scary, and it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. Back in the days of Harry Truman, if anybody remembers those days, <laughs> the younger people wouldn't, the late 40s, the, the early 50s, the people were too thin. And they couldn't take them into the military because they were too thin. Now, they're too fat. And they can't take them into the military a lot of times until they lose weight because of all the weight they're gaining. So even though we're living longer, and the average age 100 years ago uh, to live was 47, we're eating too much junk, and we're being kept alive by, yes, these medicines that the doctors are giving us. But just imagine how long we would be able to live if we really took care of ourselves. Okay, so my comment would be that we're living longer, but we don't have a life. Uh, we don't have more life in those years that we're living. So the millennials are the fattest, oh, most obese portion of our society. The millennials, I think I read it, some like 60% of them are obese. So, you hit it right on the money. So it's 60%. really – right? Yes. Right, Ab- so, Absolutely. So and we, of we, course, you know, we we are we have to change. Uh, we have to change the method of delivery. We have to do. Uh, uh, we have to take a different approach. We have to change the paradigm because we, of all the developed countries, we spend the most per capita, and yet we always rate in forms of mortality and morbidity toward the bottom. We're like 30th in the world, and but we spend all this money. So we're, you know, we're, we have all these people taking statins, but are heart attacks decreasing? No, people are still nope. eating sugar. They're still uh, getting that uh, fruct- high fructose corn syrup, which probably is from genetically modified corn. So uh, right. I think what, what we're saying here, and what Dr. Dan has uh, provided a, 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 an envelope for, is that we we have to change things and. You know, and, and, and Dr. Jerry is, is our conscience on this because he, you know, he practices a form of medicine that most people look askew at, askance at. They say, oh, what, who is this guy? What is he doing? But I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I bought a right frequency generator. I did 11 days of right frequencies, and I, my health has changed around, and I'm not in bad health to start with, but... My health has changed just doing the detoxification program of right frequencies. And uh, Dr. Jerry does this all the time, right, Dr. Dan? Dr. Jerry? Right. Yeah, well, the the interesting thing is uh, one of my slides in my presentation is that 70 to 90% of all medical problems have an origin in the mouth. And what's interesting, uh, people who have root canals or post uh, uh surgical sites, in a high percentage of cases, 90% of third molar extraction sites have residual infections. So the point is, if you use the Rife machine, there's a program called uh, osteomyelitis. It's basically to treat infections in the bone. And, um, you know, the key is just cleaning up that aspect of of your dental, you know, complex um, will create wonders. I mean, I had a patient years ago who was on steroids for emphysema, and I tracked it down to a strep infection in the jawbone that was 15 years ago from a tooth extraction. And when I got rid of the infection with the right frequencies, okay, his emphysema totally disappeared. All right. Mm. So, yeah, the frequencies. take, take, Take a step back and tell our audience what happened with Dr. Reif. Dr. Royal Rife. Well, he was supported by two wealthy businessmen in San Diego, and 
basically the government would not give him patents for his frequencies and he and um after they did their study in 1934 where they cured uh, 16 terminal ill cancer patients in 130 days or 160 days rather it all hit the fan 11 of his research centers uh, around the United States that were validating his technology mysteriously burned down and the poor guy wound up you know as an alcoholic because he he pioneered such incredible uh, you know research and proved so many things with uh, you know different diseases and it's and you can kill them with frequencies and the bugs do not become resistant as opposed to antibiotics and and they drove them basically uh, to insanity mm-hmm. and they destroyed all his work yeah i mean the uh, smithsonian institute they confiscated the fda they confiscated his microscopes they're in the basement of the smithsonian institute if you really want to get a an eye opener you contact the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. Yep. And and request the February 1944 issue of their scientific journal. It's the most requested article in their archives of any any issue, and it's an in-depth description of his microscope and his technology that he put together. It's mind-blowing. And you go into any microbiology book, it's all been expunged. You'll never read anything about Rife's technology. Is is uh, Universal microscope and and the attributes of it, they they totally wiped it out. All right, Doctor Dan, did you get that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, how many so, how uh, many things have have been um, destroyed by companies or the whatever who's ever doing it to to make money or not to have. The things we talk about a lot of times. Well, we're talking about light treatment. They they destroyed Doctor. Light, light treatment is one thing, right? Yeah, they destroyed yeah. him. They they destroyed his uh, spectrochrome. And mm-hmm. just just came in and broke it up. They burned all his research in 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 Mal, Malika, New Jersey. What there's down the, down on the Jersey Shore. I think it's uh, Malika or something like that. They just they went and destroyed the band. Okay, and he's a PhD. So okay, so just not to get too far in that, I think I think what we're telling you, ladies and gentlemen, is that you know, being healthy is not you're not healthy just because you don't have a disease. Okay, uh, you you need to have a, a good immune system. It all starts with the window of your immune system. I, I love with the way Dr. Jaffe described that your mouth. You got to have a good microbiome in your mouth. You can't have mercury and chloride and all that stuff destroying all the good germs because that's where it all starts. In fact, it even starts with a vaginal birth versus a cesarean section because as the baby comes through the birth canal, the baby's immune system, the mouth and all, they start swallowing all the mother's good germs. It starts getting their immune system ready. So that's where it really starts. We, you know, we don't talk a lot about that, but. You know, with all the cesarean sections going on today, because it's more convenient for the mother and the doctor to plan it, but vaginal birthing is really important to keeping people healthy, uh, and 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 functionally treating somebody doesn't it's not crazy, you know. And 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 and, and doctors even and I'm going to say even Dr. Jerry he does he he does really great things, but I'm not going to tell you that he's going to say you know get your sleep, eat your vegetables, go outside and play, be nice to other people. It, it, it's not really rocket science, okay? Uh, the functional doctor is there to, to see where your system is off. Do you have do you have mercury? Do you have a a germ, uh, any kind of germ, someplace in your body that has to be expunged? And that's what we're going to need to think about and talk about uh, as the as the future of, of medicine, because we are not the most healthy, and we spend the most in the world. You know, a lot of a lot of doctors, a lot of OBGYNs won't even after one C-section won't give the woman a shot at a vaginal delivery for the second delivery. Huh. And to me, that's wrong. That's wow. that's my opinion. Well, you know, for that specialty, because there are a lot of women whose uteri are still strong enough to have a vaginal delivery. You could give it a try, and if it doesn't work, and you think something's going to happen, then you can do your your C-section. But C-sections are being done uh, 
just because they want to do them, and it's easier and it's safer, and there's less chance of uh, malpractice insurance causing a causing a problem too. They're always afraid of that these days. But again, I just want to put the thought out there that the immune system is mainly in your gut, and mm. it starts from a vaginal birth. Okay. And we probably have to talk more about microbiome. Dr. Jerry tries to bring it up as much as he can. Okay, but we have to talk about the microbiome, your spiritual and emotional life, okay, uh, meditation like Dr. Kalish always talked about every time I had him on the program, exercise, okay. We have to think that what you eat every day can make you sick, and conversely, what you eat every day can make you healthy. And take probiotics. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Dr. Ron, it's interesting you talk about the microbiome because I have a patient uh, up in Nova Scotia who was put on an NSA drug, Naproxen, for severe pain from a a, a femur fracture. And the bottom line is it tore up her gut. I mean, the only liquid she could drink was water. She had interstitial cystitis. And Mm. um, anyway, so, you know, she called me up and, uh, I told her, I said, you got to get on Bravo. Uh, you know, I, I don't have any kickback from the company, but it's the best pre and probiotic you're going to find on the market. And with th- in three weeks of taking this Bravo, her interstitial cystitis totally cleared up. It healed up her gut, and she was able to eat and drink anything after that. So these NSAID drugs are, are horrible when it comes to intestinal um, havoc, and it destroys the natural bacteria. It it causes leaky gut, and it opens up Pandora's box to to more problems than you had originally. Yeah, and it's interesting, Dr. Jerry. Twenty years ago, when I used the term leaky gut, people would say you're crazy. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> they're saying, "Wow, there might be something to that." Well, and you know that they, they uh, mentioned by just about everybody that I checked into, and including Dr. Hyman and, his, and and all these other doctors, the best diet we could be on is the Mediterranean diet. Do you doctors agree with that? I, I personally yep. do agree with it. I think, that, yep. I think you always have options, but I think the Mediterranean diet, if followed traditional Mediterranean diet, is, is, the, is, is probably the best for everybody. Right, absolutely. And uh, they seem to live uh, basically the longest Although they're not the longest, then I mean all the all the Italians are all the uh, uh, Latin Latin people. But basically, it seems to be the healthiest diet because they don't overdo the uh, uh, the uh, meat, and I, I I believe even even the fish and a lot of veggies. Good stuff. Again, veggies and again, fruit. You have to be careful of the quality, and you know I know it's expensive to go organic, and I get a feeling that we get ripped off because you really don't know. I'm waiting for an expose on on somebody going in to check, uh, like Whole Foods organic, to see if they really are organic. But you know, it's it's almost like a Fram oil filter. You know, pay now or pay later uh, to have a good wholesome diet. Don't forget now, Amazon owns owns Whole Foods. You know that, right? I know, but I'm just saying. Beside that, I mean, you try and do the best you can, and sometimes you just you just hate to see the American public get ripped off. Oh yeah, and 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 they do. And uh, Whole Foods used to be a lot of money for everything you buy there, and I hope they're going to bring the prices down now that Amazon owns them. But we'll see what happens, especially when they they open their store in October. I was talking to them, supposed to open a store in Fort Myers in October uh, in this area. So there'll be the one down in Naples, and there'll be one here. So I think that's good. Dr. Jerry, I, I'd like to talk a, a little bit in a second about parabens. Uh, they're in a lot of household items, cleaning products, air fresheners, bath products, toothpaste, not your toothpaste, of course, uh, mouthwashes. Uh, but I also... Uh, it, want to uh, ask our audience, ch- check in the EWG.org, and you'll see there they they are really uh, uh, pushing our, our Congress to do something about the ingredients. And here's just some of the things that they have found. Asbestos in kids' products. Experts have found asbestos in cosmetics marketed to children by Justice and Claire's. 
Burn scalps, a class action lawsuit was settled by a company making hair relaxers that have been linked to burn scalps. Hair loss, thousands of women and girls lost some of their hair after using a shampoo sold by a celebrity hair stylist. Mercury poisoning, a skin whitening cream, was recently the subject of an important alert after the FDA detected mercury in the product, a skin whitening cream. Hairsprays, the FDA found an uh, imported hairspray that contained methylene chloride, one of the few chemicals currently banned from cosmetics, contaminated cosmetics. The FDA continues to find cosmetics contaminated with bacteria, including body washes, face powders, uh, uh, some kind of shadows and lotions. Eyeshadow, they're finding, has coal tar in it. Okay, Uh, eyeliners that contain lead. The FDA Intercepted eyeliners containing an ingredient called KOHL, coal, which can contain significant amounts of lead. And colors, cosmetic products containing banned colors are turning up in shampoos, temporary tattoos, and something called piggy poop, soap. So uh, you'll find this whole list on EWG.org. I just read part of it for you, and an article came out about contaminated cosmetics posing a growing risk. Uh, That was Tuesday, February 20th. Uh, So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're saying is uh, you really have to be the CEO of your body. You really have to take notice of what's going on and do the best you can. Don't throw your arms up and say, oh, everything I do is bad. It it isn't. There are options. Uh, There are options for what you can do. And you know what? If you have pets, this stuff is affecting your pets, too. If you have uh, little little cats like Dr. Jerry, I'm sure he's really con- uh, conscious of what he how he treats his, his his pets because they get affected the same as humans. Well, especially with the eyeliners, I always make sure there's no lead in their eyeliners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I do that with my uh, uh, <laughs> put on too, especially on my head because there's no hair there. <laughs> By the by the by the way, I I want to mention something again. Back back to the functional. Just a, just a quick statement, which will work for everything. Um, Doctor Hyman said the Indians lived longer too at that time, relatively, because they ate buffalo, which is a low a low fat meat, right? Very healthy. Well, and that, the Seventh Day Adventists have done a lot of research on on different things like. Vegan eating and living longer, and they've shown that uh, with a good balanced diet, you can you can really make things work out better for yourself and live a healthier, better life. Because you don't want to live a long life and not be healthy. It's, that's not a good thing, you know. Well, you're not going to have any friends if you live too long, Doctor Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any now. Is that why? <laughs> you know, our listeners know that my father is over a hundred, and they people have always asked him, "Well, you know, how did you forgive all your enemies?" He said, "Well, they're all dead." Right. They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, your right, father's so amazing. He walks better than I do <laughs> when I talk to him. Hey, my brother got sick. He hopped on a. My brother got sick. He hopped on a plane and went up to help him. So he's up in up in Pennsylvania. Unbelievable! What a, what a guy! He's a miracle. So you're just getting back to your parabens. You know, it's basically uh, deemed a xenoestrogen, meaning it mimics estrogen. So exactly. I want to bring that point home. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. So yeah. basically, it's linked to breast cancer and reproductive problems. And um, unfortunately, it's in a lot of cosmetics and hand lotions and shampoos and all that stuff. It's just a, it's crazy. Well, you know, I, there's a study again. I always I look at a study out of the out of a, the Daily Health Journal in the United Kingdom. 160 human patients, mammary tissue was found that 99% of the tissues contained at least one type of paraben. And like Dr. Jerry said, it's a known estrogen mimicker. So it sets them up for, for breast tumors. Even in animals. You know, animals get breast tumors uh, because uh, some of the stuff that they, they contact with have parabens in, in them. And uh, so do men. A lot of people don't think men get uh, uh, breast tumors. But I think it's... You're uh, right. 
Yeah. From what I remember, 25000 a year. So men should check themselves too periodically. Uh, feel your chest, you know, feel your breasts. The little ones but, that we have. Yeah. So Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Plester says in all the uh, cancer patients he's been involved with over the years, whether humans or animals, all had elevated total estrogen, which is not only ovarian estrogen, but adrenal estrogen in both males and females. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we forget about the adrenal glands sometimes, but the adrenal estrogen is not so good. And and that elevated estrogen level suppresses B lymphocyte production. What's B lymphocytes do? They produce your immunity. Okay? So the, the, this paraben is, is really something that nobody talks about. And these chemical, they're called, he calls them chemical estrogen mimickers, just like Dr. Jerry said. Uh, they, they really suppress your antibodies in your immune system and also affect your micro, your, the, the, the back, good bacteria. And guess what? You know, there are, not, there are a lot of products. Uh, according to Daily Health, beware of products used for bathing that contain sodium lauryl sulfate. I'm mm. sure all of you have looked and saw, saw that, okay? And cocainamide DEA, because these chemicals also uh, they break down into estrogens, make up well, why know, I, uh, all, all well, these. Dr. Ron, you know it's interesting. You can if you take calcium glucurate, it's a supplement that helps. <clears throat> to break down an enzyme uh, in, in the intestines that helps your body get rid of the uh, excess estrogen. Well, let, let's put that, there's also something called DIM, right, D-I-M? Is right. Is that a similar? Um, possibly. I'm not, I, I know about DIM, but I'm not sure about that function. But I know okay. the definite the calcium glucurate uh, will do that. Wow. So I mean, air fresheners. I mean, people use air fresheners like like nothing, and they they all contain you know mimickers of estrogen. So I don't know. I, I just want to just let our listeners know they can do more uh, about it. And I, I what what interests me from from Dr. Plesner is he said you need to be concerned about manufactured fruit juices because they contain artificial colors, they contain additives. And they they contain high amounts of fructose from corn syrup that may be refined, like I said earlier, from genetically modified seeds. Well, that's one big problem, but I'll tell you another one. I went to an Ethiopian restaurant with my girlfriend. Uh, I've never eaten in an Ethiopian restaurant. So anyway, uh, you know, I was looking for something to drink, so I ordered a mango drink. And, yeah. of course, it was bottled. And thank God, before I even opened it, I, I looked on the label and Two FDA-approved uh, preservatives. One was ascorbic acid that was in there, and the other one was sodium benzoate. Both totally approved. But when they're in the same bottle, they interreact. And guess what? It releases benzene, which is a known carcinogen. So next time you pick up a bottle of fruit juice, like Don was, uh, Dr. Ron was referring to, you better look at the label. And if it has ascorbic acid and sodium benzoate, you better hand it back, and that's what I did. I got a bottle of water because I needed my energy I mean, that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is really great information for our audience. They're not going to get this on the lane media. They're not going to get this any other place, and most of them don't have time to even think about it, or no, uh, they just uh, you know they think they're doing good. Uh, but uh, that's why we're here every week, ladies and gentlemen. And let me just uh, just tell you that we have a website, not a website. We have an email address, and I, I do. This is the I tell you, Dr. Jaffe, who generated the most emails, more than Dr. Uh, Omala, which surprised me. Uh, most people like uh, like what what they heard from Dr. Jaffe. So it's Doc Ron, D O C R O N, Doc Ron Radio at Gmail dot com. And you can like us on our Facebook page, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. And we, we try and post something there every day to uh, give you something to think about. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Dr. Jerry, it's, it's just crazy out there. I, and, and, and the new head of the FDA, this uh, Scott Gottlieb, who came from the uh, big pharma, you just can't believe what what, what, what he's doing now. Uh, they he is, he is coming up and telling the drug companies they can get – 
they can get drugs released to treat Alzheimer's disease in any age without any any sign of it. Well, so they can, wait to hear what he calls stage one Alzheimer patient. Quote: No complaints about forgetfulness, no memory loss, no problems with day-to-day activities, and even no diagnosis of detectable abnormalities. He says, this is how we're going to modernize the FDA. Now, I'm going to let you draw, draw your own conclusions from that statement. Oh, so, ladies God. and gentlemen, buyer beware. Please, please be always ask questions. We're going to talk uh, next week a little bit about the allergy medications again because it's, it's coming up, uh, the, how allergy medications, the Benadryl that you can get over the counter, how it's associated uh, with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. So you really have to be careful. We've talked about that before, but we're going to bring it up again next week and uh, talk about some of the anti-inflammation drugs that are out there that may help. And uh, maybe we'll just review some of the the new blood tests for concussions. I've asked Dr. O'Malley to comment on it, but he hasn't gotten back to me. And we'll talk about some of the new things that are going to be coming at you next year with the flu and uh, what what they're brewing in the lab. No testing. You know, at least with a drug, they have to have clinical trials. They have to test it in animals and in humans and have control groups. Well, with vaccines, they they can make a vaccine today. Six weeks later, they could be selling it at Walmarts. It's just absolutely. And you can't sue the pharmaceutical industry for any damage. Why is that? (laughs) Well, because Obama passed an executive order. Exempting them from any lawsuits. Trump can change it. Well, but it's, but they saw the Vaccine Injury Act from the eighties. They're they're limited in what they they can yeah. pay out. So, all right, uh, Dr. Jerry, you got any pearls for us? Yeah, don't mix some of these cleaning agents that we normally have in our house, uh, like bleach and anything that has ammonia in it because it releases chlorine gas. Uh, my One of my good friends, he found his daughter dead on the floor uh, because of that, where she inadvertently you know, was using two hypochlorite, which is bleach, and also another product that had ammonia, and she died of chlorine gas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did hear that. I'm very careful with those two products. <laughs> so, well, yeah, the, there's natural products with that, lemon. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah lemon that, is real what... easy. Yeah. So one of my pearls is uh, I had a breakfast with a friend of mine on Sunday, and we sat next to a, a nice gentleman, and we were sharing some cute quips, and he basically says, stupidity is for free, but common sense you have to pay for. <laughs> That, that, that's a great one, and it, it is. It is. It's just a darn shame uh, that we don't spend enough time. But I, I this week I was living by Thomas Edison quote that, that Thomas Edison said, "Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time." And I'm reminded of this because I went over to the NASA on the East Coast, and I met an astronaut. Who got who was turned down seventeen times to go into space the eighteenth time he made it so he he exemplifies this quote always try one more time mm. well yeah uh, Edison always said well, didn't you get discouraged about all the failures when you were you know inventing the light bulb he said no, I discovered twenty five thousand ways how not to make a light bulb. <laughs> Again, that is real. That is wisdom. Yeah. Well, they say you know, uh, a cute thing about wisdom, basically, is to forget is admirable, uh, or actually a genius, but to forgive is wisdom. Forgiveness is hard, but boy, it is a wonderful thing because when you let forgiveness go, you you feel peace within yourself. Absolutely, Dr. Dan. Let it go. <laughs> and that's good for you. And, and In fact, the priest at church today, we were at church today, there's a seminar going on, and, and he was talking about going to uh, 
uh, I tried to see him afterwards, but but he wasn't around. Uh, and he was going to have two root canals done, Jerry. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he he didn't want any implants. Well, <laughs> well you should have given him a a, a, a six shooter revolver with two bullets in it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll catch him tomorrow <laughs> and uh, talk to him about. It. Um, is the same? Do you get the same situation with implants? Well, implants are different. Uh, a root canal is a dead organ that's retained in the mouth, and any dead organ creates chronic inflammation. When you have chronic right. inflammation, it attracts pathogens to the area. An implant, and most of them are like titanium, and it acts as an antenna uh, attracting EMFs into the jawbone, which creates dehydration. Plus, right. you get this uh, titanium oxide formed at the interface between the implant and the actual bone. So it's kind of like rust in a sense, uh, and that's not you know, too good from a health standpoint. So then you have problems with both. Uh, well, but, and yeah, there's, there's a, a zirconia, which is a crystal, uh, which mm. is, I think, a whole lot uh, kinder and safer than titanium. What, what is the name of that? Zirconia, Z-I-R-C-O-N-I-U-M, zirconium. Yeah, I'll I'll tell him about it if I can catch him tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him because he's a piece of paisan too, and we can talk in Italian. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's yeah. just, it's thank just, you for that. I, I appreciate it. it. It's important. And then if he you know he goes and do it, uh, is there a detox thing he can do, Jerry? Well, you can do a homeopathic nosode of titanium to try to neutralize the metal if you do get mm. titanium. Because we get patients every once in a while that have a, uh, a stainless steel surgical, you know, rod put in the, you know, in the broken bone or uh, screws or whatever, and uh, sometimes you know you just can't take them out. So to neutralize it, we make up a homeopathic nosode, which literally neutralizes the effect of the metal. Okay. Okay. So, so there is something, Dr. Jerry, that uh, Dr. Dan, that uh, your friend could could do. Uh, if if he indeed uh, is bullheaded and and does that, so he really should know that there's a there's a danger there, and and at least try and treat it. That wouldn't be functional medicine. Functional medicine would be don't go to the danger, but you know. You put that it, right in with the implant, uh, Doctor Jerry. I'm sorry, what's that? Do you put that right in there with the implant? No, no, no. You take it orally. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's like a liquid, you know, homeopathic remedy, and um, you just put it in your mouth away from food, like 20 minutes away from food. And um, it's amazing. I mean, we had a, a patient uh was referred to as she had a rash on her chest and, mm -hmm. and swelling. And, you know, the, the surgeon said, oh, you know, she had multiple fractures in her ankle. And they said, oh, it's going to take a year to heal. Well, yeah, they use surgical stainless steel screws and stuff like that, which has nickel in it, which was causing the tissue to be swollen, and she had rashes on her chest that was coming from the nickel. So we mm. gave her homeopathic nosodes for the nickel and, you know, uh, and then antioxidants. You know, the rash disappeared and the swelling in the ankle disappeared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I would I would tell him you know, to see a functional physician and one that uh, knows about homeopathy and, and continue with that as long as he uh, as long as he has the root canal and uh, and there are ways and Dr. Jerry has talked about it you know when you have a root canal tooth removed they really have to get down there and get that oh, I forget the ligament name but what the, what do they have to periodontal ligaments yeah, the periodontal, periodontal ligaments ligament. yeah yeah they have to clean right. it out there's usually if a yeah. tooth is lost real quickly. There's infection in the jawbone, so the dentist should literally drill it out sl slowly with a lot of water irrigation to remove that infected bone. And uh, because otherwise, you'll have a cavitation problem, and and the uh, implant will fail. Do you take the uh, homeopathic uh, medication forever? No. After a certain period of time, I think it, it'll neutralize it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me just let me just just remind our listeners again. Just common sense stuff about glyphosate. Please don't use it. I have studies <clears throat> linking it to liver and kidney damage, obesity, depression, autism, 
irritable bowel syndrome, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. Please don't use Roundup. And please, any any food that contains the big four GMO crops, what are the big four GMO crops? Soy, canola, corn, and sugar from sugar beets. Got to avoid them, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Soy, canola, corn, and sugar from sugar beets. And opt for organic when you buy lentils, peas, dry beans, and potatoes, or anything containing wheat, flax, barley, and oats. These commodities are most likely to be sprayed after the harvest as a drying agent. Okay, so common sense things you can do. This this drug, this I call it a drug. It is a drug. Glyphosate is play, playing havoc with your health. Okay, if it don't get you now, it'll get you later. Okay, link to all the things that I just told you about. All right, so we've done glyphosate, ladies and gentlemen. Again, at blogtalkradio.com, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. You could uh, go through the titles and you'll find glyphosate, but yeah, what I told you right now is just a good summary. All right. I got uh, yeah. I got one other one other thing, Doctor Ron. Someone mentioned to me. I can't remember who it was. It was yesterday. Um, that Did because you have of the um, yeah, I think it was yesterday or sometime. Well, whatever it was, uh, it had to do with the ice melting up in the uh, up in the poles, uh, the ice melting in the North and the South Pole. That uh, there are diseases that have been preserved up there and frozen that are now coming out of the ice. Have, have you heard anything about this? Have you, uh, Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry, heard anything about diseases? Well, all I heard was a, a, a scientific group, a group of scientists saying that uh, the Arctic caps are increasing in size and that a lot of the Propaganda is false about uh, them melting. So that's all I've heard. In fact, uh, I have that okay. on my Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, they were saying a lot of diseases now that we're starting to see, we're going to see more because of these frozen diseases from millions of years ago. I don't know if this is true or not because nobody gave me any proof of it. So. And uh, that's it. if anybody wants to look about the Arctic Sea ice, it's on the NOAA uh, site. Okay. They. Mm-hmm. they, they the title is the NOAA was caught lying about Arctic ice, and uh, you can also go to Drudge and find it on, on on the Drudge report. Okay, well that's that's a good point though. We'll, we'll check it out more. I'll I'll ask my physicist friend about it, and I'll report back on that next week. Good. Okay. Dr. Jerry, I am having an absolute ball, but it's driving me crazy learning all the right frequencies using my uh, frequency generator. Uh, <laughs> It is it, a whole new learning curve, a whole new oh, learning yeah. curve. Yeah, but the answers are out there. And, I mean, I had a prostate problem years ago getting up five times a night, and after ten treatments with it, I sleep uh, through the night like a baby, with, you know, and uh, can pee like a racehorse now. <laughs> That's what my brother always says. <laughs> Boy, well, I, I, could, I could use that, Jerry. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll give you. Maybe if I, Dr. Jerry's tried to explain to me, but you know how I can treat my daughter in Spain using scalar wave and energy, and uh, we're going to give it a try. But uh, it is an incredible device, and uh, probably in the next year I'll learn everything there is to know about it. But uh, I'm really having fun just learning. I mean, I spend so much time reading about this; it's incredible because. This wasn't my field, although you know I have a doctorate, but it wasn't in engineering or physics. So it's, it's it is fun to learn, though. Yeah, but the, you know the frightening thing, Dr. Ron and Dr. Dan, is this technology is from the 1930s, and it was all suppressed. I mean, so you know they were afraid it would destroy the pharmaceutical industry. That's why they they basically character assassinated the Rife. Yeah, I mean, it could. It, 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 I'm I'm looking for great things from this. Uh, well, you'll just, get them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, Dr. Ron here on Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. This was episode 247. Uh, upcoming guests uh, will be uh, Dr. Dan Kalish uh, from the Kalish Institute. I'm waiting to hear from Terry Hergog, 
H-E-R-T-O-G-U-H-E, who, with his sister, runs the largest endocrine uh, clinic in Europe. He's, he's based in uh, Belgium. Uh, to, for him to talk on cortisol deficiencies and testosterone, it, it is, people fly in from all over the world, he told me, to, to, to his clinic. He has a different different uh, take on, again, the, the, uh, the, the lab values for cortisol deficiencies. He says, just like Broda Barnes had said years ago, that we have subclinical hypothyroidism. He says that uh, we have some cortisol deficiency in most people in in in, in the in the, uh, in the United States and Europe, so interesting to have him. He, he he's got doctorate degrees. He's he's got a curriculum vitae that's incredible. Uh, but as soon as I get a, a time for him, I'll let you know. And he's a scientist, so he's going to tell us about the lab work and, and then on a practical level what he does to to treat people. And he's not afraid of using cortisol, natural though hydrocortisone. He does mm-hmm. use the synthetic ones occasionally. Uh, sometimes he says you have to. And interestingly enough, I told Dr. Dan earlier, uh, a, an older gentleman when I first started in medicine told me about using uh, steroids for the flu. And wouldn't you know it that he he, he has done studies on that and, and definitely uses steroids at the first sign of a flu. And he said he's never had a patient have a flu for more than four or five hours. So we'll talk mm-hmm. to him about that. All right. Anything else, gentlemen? No. Uh, just to reiterate my little uh, pearl, it's to give, to forgive is wisdom, and to forget is genius. Excellent. Okay. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the radio next week. Have a great week. Ciao. 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 Doctor Ron and Doctor Ron. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.